I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dave, it's time to start the show. Uh, and as always, we ask you a trivia question at the top of the show, Dave. Uh, here's your trivia question. Your friend of many, many years uh, who was on this show, uh, his name was Deepak. You remember Deepak? No. Yeah, you do. Your friend of many years. Unfortunately, I do. Yes. Have you ever, have you ever taken the time to learn how to say his last name correctly? I want to, but it's always a touchy subject with him. I feel like because if I say Anahanamara Pora, and then he thinks I'm trying to make it's actually Amanthapadmanabha. But it's you a think very maybe, complicated last name. It's but what about re- what about reading it? Have you tried reading it? I'm not good at reading it. <laughs> Are you? Um, I think we should just get started with the show. Uh, I can count it really good. Yeah, let's just let's just get started ones. with the show, shall we? Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, oh, yeah. Victor Barnado. This is my sidekick, oh. Dave Rosinski. Uh, we've got a great contestant on the show today. Everybody, put your hands together for Stephen Edwards. Oh, welcome yeah. to the show. All welcome, right, welcome to the show. Stephen Edwards, and our studio audience is here as well, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Carol Montgomery and Rachel Teichman. Great job, welcome, welcome to the being show. in the studio audience. Woohoo! Great Hi. top job. Okay, uh, Stephen, I'm going to tell you how the show works, and we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I'll ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, I'll decide whether or not it's worth giving you five whole dollars for your appearance on the show. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, it's time for question number one. Question number one. Do your students have a nickname for you? Hmm. Not to my knowledge, they did find an image of somebody who looked like me in the Olympics, uh, who was curling. Uh-huh. As for as for nicknames, I don't know of uh, uh, any nicknames, or at least not to your not, knowledge. So not I, to I, my knowledge. Just to catch everybody else up, uh, Stephen is a professor of is it professor of computer science. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they don't uh, they don't call you Chip or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it may be like bonehead. Um, mostly it's, um, hey, mister, is this going to be on the test? That's a that's a popular one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so I think, I mean, we talked about this earlier, and the chances of your kids having a nickname for you is probably pretty high, I'm going to say. So what do you think it might be? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. How old are and, the kids? They're college. They're college age. He's a professor. Yeah, college. So they're not kids. Um, Well, they don't look like kids. They certainly behave like it. But uh, uh, anyway, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm coming up nothing. I mean, something like computer guy or something. Yeah, computer guy. But I'm. I'm. I'm one of you know. There's like 50 of us in the department. 
I'm a phenomenally geeky computer guy, which is actually quite an achievement professionally. Well, yeah, I thought that would Maybe rub off it. on like how people, uh, you know, they've had a nickname for you, like my- microbe chip, microchip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? It's, I will say this: no bell on the question. No bell on yeah, that question. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I had a really snappy, uh, you know, <laughs> snide thing to call myself, but sadly, I don't. Mister Floppy Disk. Mister Floppy yeah. Disk is terrible. Right on Dave. the board. When you go to yeah, all of these things. The problem is, is that you know these are these are computer science students. So all of these sort of obvious ones are are kind of generic and would apply uh-huh. to about anybody in the department. It would be like, you know, Mister Arcade in his office, <laughs> or uh, uh, Mister Junkyard. The 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 best the best story I have is uh, a student followed me after class one day. Okay, a, a USB cable came into my office, and after three minutes, he said. Oh wait, this is your office. I thought this was the storeroom. Oh, Which I get it because you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of computer stuff in I your office. I have a lot office. of computer detritus in, in in my office. It's one of my. Uh, there, there's no place detritus to park. This is a great word. Yeah, get that but detritus still, no out of here. On that. No bell on that question. All yeah, right, yeah. Uh, so it's time for question number two. But before we go into question number two, can you tell people out there what you do? What do I do? Um, so. Uh, as you said, I teach computer science at Columbia University, and so when I'm not corrupting young minds, um, I'm in theory trying to do research and things like that, uh, but mostly I'm dumpster diving and ripping apart old uh, electronics stuff and figuring out what's going on. And I was just explaining to my daughter, I've been doing that since about age seven, maybe eight. <laughs> you started with Texas Instruments? Um, let's see. I remember very enthusiastically tearing apart one of these flip-type digital clocks, uh, and this would have been in the in the 70s. So, so I did that too. All right, good for you. I did the what exact else? same thing, uh, which is but <laughs> Dick, Dick, Dick pretty did amazing. It in the 50s, <laughs> yeah, because I am. Uh, what does that make me? 70? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, All right. but I I took it one step further. I actually kept the mechanism. And when I was in high school with Victor, which is how he knows me, otherwise he would never have had anything to do with me. Um, That's probably uh, I actually true. Built, I would I built a case for this uh, this clock, and I I use it to this day. So wow, wow! Well, I just took it all apart and brought it to my father and said, "What do we do now?" Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I took so- the clock. I took the power cord off the clock and then uh, taped the ends to a battery and then plugged the power cord into the wall. I took the clock work? and I said, um, how do I turn this on? And I threw it against the wall. Uh, to answer your question, Carol, did it work? Uh, yes, it made a fire. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Nice. <laughs> See, I just went into PC games and messed with them because I wasn't alive when these clocks, whatever you're talking about, I was not alive <laughs> when they existed. Wow. Nobody asked you, Rachel. Nobody I mean, let's you. be honest. Uh, it is now time for question number two. Uh, question number two. Do you know any rap songs? Do I know any rap songs? Um, and so something like uh, Rapper's Delight doesn't count? Counts. Uh, it I, sort of counts. Can you okay. do some? Can you do a, a part of a verse from Rapper's Delight? Um, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's blanking. I mean, come on, man. Look at the, look at the, look at the skin here. It's you just, don't know one rap song, not even Rapper's Delight. Now, what yes, you hear pretty... is not a test. I'm rocking to the beat. Dave, Dave, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. Please, I'm helping. Dave. I'm helping. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it is. Um, 
I have this problem. I actually have a really hard time listening to uh, vocal music and doing anything simultaneously. It's like the, the, the voices in my head take over and don't let me do stuff. So it's been actually quite a while since I listened to vocal music. Which I, I have that same problem. Like I, But I listen to vocal music when I'm not doing uh, things that are intensive. Like if, I, if I'm doing something which, which requires thinking, I listen to mostly acoustic music, mm, okay. mostly classical, I would say. What are you into? Robot music, like EP? oh yeah, yeah, the EDM oh. stuff. It's it's really pathetic. All right, so uh, I'm going to say for that last question, a bell. I'll Ooh. tell you why I'm giving you a bell is because when I wrote the question, I was just like, I bet he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I met your expectations, Victor. What can I what can I say? I I well, I'm going to say thank you. That was wonderful. The, All right, it is the real question I have is: yeah. Does anybody remember any music, any popular music after they were about age twenty? You know, I realize. Yes. Okay, I do. I, I'm I'm impressed. I do too. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. See, my my brain just sort of cut off right at uh, yeah, right around 1990 or something like that, and sort of nothing new trickled in ever since. I remember everything from age 10 to age 20, but somehow it just stopped. I don't know. Wow, you are, you know what, you are, you are uh, a dad. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> it's a really All bad right. time to cut out listen to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Uh, I do know, know some Led Zeppelin things, although that that I actually blame, blame on my brother for pointing this out to me. It's like, oh yeah, you might want to listen to these guys. They they've got kind of a good drummer. What what do you like, Millie Vanilli? Blame it on the rain. Oh um, uh, yeah, Millie Vanilli. I'm just going to interrupt you being great. interrogated. I'm so sorry. I'm going to interrupt the the musical interrogation because I want to continue with the. Yeah, show. yeah. It was, okay, so, we've got more interrogation to go here. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I'm the one who interrogates on this show, everybody. Okay. And I'm the muscle. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Time for your next question is question number three. Question number three. Have all your children built robots? Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, it, uh, uh, this is something I, I, I think it's in the DNA or something like that, but it's one of these things. It's like, Oh, you're not willing to construct a you know electronic toy or something like that? Are you are you sure you're related to me? <laughs> so see, I think that's I, I I was really I've seen a lot of your pictures of your kids uh uh with making robots and uh making uh I, it looks like it looks like Raspberry Pi just j machines that were once yeah. uh yep like yeah absolutely amazing. no it's you got to shove these things down your down your kids' throats. I mean, I I, I have a uh, an eighteen year old son who's also studying computer science. So he, the, the apple did not fall far from the tree there. Uh, so when you were growing up, when you were growing up, did your father also do technical things with you? Uh, not so much. Uh, my parents were both math majors. That's how they met each other. So it just sort of it sort of you know was floating around in the in the world that I lived mm -hmm. in. Um, but it, it's interesting. It sort of it seemed like it skipped a, a generation. My grandparent, my grandfather, uh, uh, built a, uh, a cabin in the woods using mostly a, a, a Swiss Army knife, from what I can tell. Uh, mm -hmm. And my father only later sort of discovered that he could hammer a nail or something like that. I think he was like sixty at the time. 
Uh, whereas to me, I took to it, you know, as soon as I got my hands on thrown away clocks, you know, this is how it goes. Well, I mean, if you tell me that your parents were both mathematicians, I mean, that really makes it sound like you, you were bred to be a computer science professor. Yeah, I think that's really true. And, and most people who met me before I became a professor said, this guy's going to be a professor. And I, I don't know that I don't know that you said that. I, I think they were much more uh, slanderous comments that you were making at the time when we were in high school together, uh, most of which were accurate, incidentally. But uh, yeah, I, you know, it's funny because I feel like when we were in high school, when we were in high school, I, I used to always feel like you were talking down to me. I know you weren't, but it always felt like because I think that the, I think that something about like the tone of your voice <laughs> makes me think he made me think like when I was a kid, like he's talking down to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I think it was one of the things that egged me on with computers because I was just like, I'm going to do more computer stuff i'm 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 glad all my antagonism contributed so well to your career this is this is wonderful it, yes it no. certainly did it certainly did i'll tell you about it i mean we, we were talking about it earlier i want to go into it on the show but i'm actually working on a computer project right now which is amazing yep. uh it's all because of uh my imagined rivalry with you oh, when we were I, younger this is this is just wonderful well i i have the impression in listening to recordings myself is that i have a oh let me tell you something voice you know oh, let me explain <laughs> to you i don't i don't know so what what are the rest of the rest of you think is that is that accurate <clears throat> mansplaining mm, maybe you sound like you sound like a dj to me so you have Ooh. that type of voice you could be a you know morning zoo oh that's flattering yeah okay dj chip very good all right well the, yeah. oh, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say uh for that i'm gonna say uh no bell oh, because we got off the subject we, we didn't yep. We didn't land that answer. That was that was all of us, but you're the one who gets Nobel. <laughs> all right, it's time for question number four. Question number four. How did you propose to your wife? Oh, uh, it was very carefully planned spontaneity. Uh, we uh, walked out to the middle of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge and I got down on my, uh, on my knees. I, now she had prescribed all of this, of course. So mm -hmm. it was very, very spontaneous, but she let me at least write the, the, the phrases and things that I had to explain. Well, what do you mean by your sarcastic spont spontaneity? You're, you're saying that like she, your wife gave you a list of like, this is what I want to happen. Um, yeah, more or less. We, we spoke about it at length beforehand. Oh, you know, how should we do this proposal thing? Oh, you know, we ought to do it that way. So that's um, most people would not consider that uh, spontaneous particularly. But I agree. It's, it's mostly about, from what I understand, having something to brag about to your friends that seems to be the sort of the main criteria in her life about hmm should this happen well let's see if i can't brag about it on facebook or ig or something then did it really happen good point i i proposed to my wife over whiskey so we're romantic. both having whiskey that's yep. pretty good yeah. yeah yeah she was drunk enough to say yes can i what can i say all right. Uh, it is now. I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna say uh, no, Bell. I'll tell you why. It's because I feel like um, your proposal was uh, better not than spontaneous. Yours. So I'm just scoring you with no Bell for that. It's just it's just an arbitrary uh, reason. I, I I fear I'm gonna lose the Nobel Prize at the end of this. Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Put his name on the list of people who said that on the show. But of course you would say it. 
<laughs> I think he said it first. No, I don't think so. No, he did not. I can't. I can't believe it. after hearing Nobel three times, I mean, it was just screaming at me. Yes, but also the the worst part is you already got a bell, so yes, you got a yes. bell earlier, so mm -hmm. no chance of it happening. You just shoehorned that in for no reason. All right, uh, it is now time for question number five. Question number five. What percentage of people automatically hate you? The question is, um, you know, what's the set of people we're talking about, right? So mm -hmm. I think, you know, if we consider like the, the planet as a whole, uh, for, many of them haven't met me yet. Most of them haven't met me yet and have probably not formed opinions. Uh -huh. uh, now, the ones who, you know, approach me uh, and deal with me on a daily basis or something like that, you know, excluding the students, um, eh, it's probably right around 50% of sort of normal people, if, you know, once they begin to know me. 50%. I would say my number is like at 15 right uh, now. Okay. Dave is probably like 97, 98, I would think. You mean 98 not hated percent? No, 98 hate, just burning fury. Um, sure. And so what, what makes you think that 50% of people uh, don't like you? Um, it usually starts after I open my mouth. <laughs> uh, up, to the, up to that point, I usually am doing okay, but... Uh, you know, I, I, I say something and, you know, like I say, they, you know, maybe it sounds like I'm talking down to them, which I probably am. Um, that's really what humor is all about, by the way. It's a, it's a, a, a barely, uh, uh, barely masked intelligence test. Mm, thanks. Now I'm going to tell you what computers are all about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me tell you about so forth and so on. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I, 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 I went into my career uh, as an engineer to specifically avoid having to deal with people. It didn't work out very well that way, but uh, you know, I think I, I figured this out long early on. And I've heard that from a lot think, of computer science people. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and it's it. I, my students hate me because I force them to do projects where they have to work with their brethren. And you know, I say, you know, sorry, working with people. This is the this is the hardest thing you will do in computer science. All that, all that math stuff is really quite easy by comparison. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's evil. Um, but I'd like to say that 50% is a great improvement over what it was in high school, where I think it was more like you know 80 or 90%. I mean, you, you tell me, Victor, but at the, at the time, um, I, I wasn't exactly, uh, well, homecoming king or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, I think in high school, I... I liked you because I thought you were smart. And so that was one of the things that I appreciated about you. But I, I will say that there was a large portion of our class who probably were not, let's say, Stephen Edwards fans. Was it the, the ones that were giving him wedgies? I don't know. Did you ever get a wedgie in high school? I've managed to, I managed to avoid that particular thing. Um, oh, no, good for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm reasonably tall, so I can run fast enough to get away from most. most so did I. I had no idea I'd grow to be into it, though. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. I'm just kidding, everybody. I, I, no, I, you're not. I really didn't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Come it's interesting, on. though, that you, you actually consider this smart thing was a positive thing. From what I could tell, um, most people really objected to that mm -hmm. when I was in high no, school. I, I, I adored that you're intelligent. Aw. Anyway, here's a bell. Uh, this is the sweetest episode we've ever had. Yeah, yeah, this is just unbelievable. All, all guys, the pieces of my life are falling in place now. It is oh, now time finally. for question number six. Question number six. 
Will AI take over? Take over what? I would say, uh, will AI take over the world? Let me fill in the blank. Uh, okay. So it is currently completely taken over computer science. Um, uh, every student we have uh, comes and says, basically, I want to do machine learning AI or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, will it take over the world in the uh, you know, your, you know, all your bases are mine uh, kind of sense? No, because nobody's going to let it. Uh, have that level of control and it's never going to be clever enough to sort of do deliberately evil things, you know, not like people. Have you ever heard the thought experiment about the Hydra? No. What is this? The, the, the Hydra is a, is a, it's a thought experiment about there's this entity called the Hydra that in the future it is made and it is an AI like super being thing and it controls everything. And the Hydra has access to all history. And so the and the Hydra, like basically because it has access to all history, it basically says that anybody who is currently not helping the Hydra come into existence, when it does come into existence, it will kill you. It will kill you and it will hurt you and it will make it hurt and it'll take forever. So right now, if you're not working to bring the Hydra into existence, uh, then you would be doomed. So it's up to you. It's your duty by this thought experiment to bring this thing into, to be part of bringing this thing into existence right now. Hmm. Interesting. Never heard about that? I've not heard that particular one. Um, the, the way I'd like to phrase it though, is that, so modern machine learning AI stuff, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that people maybe don't completely understand is how incredibly brittle and fragile computer stuff is. Right. It's much more likely to just, you know, completely screw up and and, you know, core dump and give you the blue screen of death and so forth, you know, as opposed to, you know, do something smart or evil or something like that. You know, all the all the things we can think of as sort of, oh, terrible (laughs) things have happened because of computers, you know, power blackouts and Facebook going down and stuff like that. All of these are just mistakes. They're, Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, stuff not working. And to you know, be a really effective evil take over the world kind of thing, uh, you better be pretty robust. That is actually a good point. <laughs> that uh, you never think about, like how complicated the systems and code must be behind <laughs> world dominating AI. And of course, it would fail. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, you yeah. laugh now, but what that's about great. Hydra? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, all you got to do is trip over the damn power cord, Hydra's damn power cord, and you'll be there. Well, what I, if Hydra know, hears you saying this and then kills you next year? I'm going to give you a bell um, because you made me feel better about what's going to happen with AI in the future. So thank you. Thank all right. Uh, now AI you've answered all six questions. So now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, would you like to tell people out there where to find you? Where to find me? Well, so this, this is part of the show because most people on the show like are trying to get seen. A lot of people are comedians. Fewer people are people I know from high school. So, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, so absolutely. So this is actually my professional achievement, my biggest professional achievement. Uh-huh. If you type Stephen Edwards into Google, yes. I am usually the number one. I am not the film score composer. Uh, now, the scary thing, there's actually another Stephen Edwards who also misspells his name uh, in computer science who teaches uh-huh. at Virginia Tech, I believe it is. Um, he, uh, 
he and I actually went to the same undergraduate institution. He graduated the year before I arrived. Mm-hmm. I stayed in the same dorm room. I was receiving his mail for the first semester. It was kind of scary. It was all computer magazines. It was like, how did they know? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it was very good. So uh, all you got to do is Google me. All right. I'm, I'm noisy on Facebook. I don't seem to know these other things. You know, I, I, I'm over 50. So I. So one of your biggest stuff. achievements is that you're the first Stephen Edwards in Google? That is it. My page Actually, ran. I think fun. you've done a lot more than that. I'm just saying. <laughs> you well, don't. In terms of things that you can, you know, go up and tell people on the street, uh-huh. hey, look, here's my success story. Right, gotcha. Um, being able to say, hey, look, if you Google me, I come up. I I am the number one video result when you when you Google how to draw a penis. Mm, that's so, how I found you. That's one hundred percent true. That's fantastic. I mean, you yep. must have a lot of stiff competition. Uh, really- this oh. is this is not a. You know what? I'm glad the show oh. is over so we can get this stuff out of here. No, let it. Let, let's keep that. I've one. said it. I've said it. What's I said it a thousand times? Puns are peasant humor. <laughs> You find them unpeasant, you're saying? Oh, keep it going. I will. I I am a, so sorry, everybody who had to listen to that part of the show. Now, it's time to decide whether or not you get $5, but we canvassed the room. What do you think, Dave? Should Steve get $5 for his appearance on the show? I'm going to vote yes, because it was it was nice to talk about uh, floppy disks and remind me of Atari and um, uh, Cobra and Hydra and the rest of the G.I. Joe gang. All right. Uh, I don't know how you got to G.I. Joe from Atari. You started with Atari, right? And then you, I, okay. Cobra, Hydra. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's how it happened. Dave, what yes, a wonderful sir. mind. All right. Uh, Carol, what do you think? Should Steven get $5 for his appearance on the show? Is that he a thumbs yes? Thumbs up on a podcast. Yes. Thank you, Carol. Yes. All right, uh, Rachel. What do you think? Should Steve get five dollars for his appearance on the show? You know what? At first, I was tempted to say no because I have had to suffer through too many group projects in college and graduate school, and they were the worst, and I hated them. And wow. I wanted to say no five dollars just that because you do that you. to people. However, oh um, I like you, and I want to hang out. You seem like a lot of my friends, uh, and so I believe my friends all deserve five dollars. So therefore, you should get five dollars. Oh wow! 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 Every one of your friends deserves five dollars. So she basically you brought up some trauma that she has with yeah. and then she and switched then I, over to the, now you can you get the you, you get the prize of becoming her friend wow wow <laughs> wow so Rachel, have winner. you had that head trauma looked at at some point or oh wow, there you wow. go yeah. Zing. Wow. yes right in her rachel face wow. okay yes i have <laughs> Do floppy discs next. so uh steve it is time to decide whether or not you get five dollars uh so you're the last person we're going to ask. What do you think? Should you get $5 for your appearance on the show? Uh, the one question I had is, is it coming out of your pocket or is it coming from some other, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. other, other That's source? Personal. Uh, it is my personal $5. I mean, oh. it's not coming out of my pocket. I'm gonna, I would digitally Venmo it to you. Right, right. Well, I, You don't want it from his pocket. Practically, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I do kind of vaguely know where his pocket has been and so forth. Um, uh, so based what? on the fact, why, why would you know that? <laughs> well, no, you vaguely know where you've been, so it's... yeah, vaguely. Vaguely, 
great. Uh, very good. Um, I was about to turn it down thinking, nah, nah, you're poor. But I, I managed to convince Rachel that I'm not a complete. I mean, this is, this is breathtaking. And I mean, just. No, no. Most of my friends are. I'm you know, totally okay. I'm going to oh, say no $5 because this answer uh, is taking forever. Whoa. He was talking <laughs> about turning it down. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll yeah. take it then. That'd be the sort of thing an a**hole would do. Uh, well, you can't actually you can't, because I'm not giving it to you. You do, ah, You're okay. not getting five dollars. I've decided you do not get it. Okay. But thank you for being on the show because you're great on the show. Thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks so much, uh, Dave. What did you learn from this week's show? Uh, I remember when AI used to mean um, Allen Iverson, and I can sleep assured tonight knowing that Hydra is going to come and kill us one day. All right. Great stuff, Dave. Uh, everybody, please check us out at Six and Seemly on all social media and unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.